Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, I'm Sarah. And I'm Toby. And this is the Whispering Woods Extra. This extra is all about... Haunted dolls. Yeah, we've got some more haunted doll stories. I've got three stories. Um, One is about the Mexican island of dolls. Then I've got an experience at the Mexican island of dolls. And then I've got another story about a cursed doll. They're three all together. But first of all, I want to talk about what happened the other night with your bedroom. Yeah. So I got a text from Toby saying, can you come here, please? Now, I didn't see it because I was busy. Um, and then I looked at it after and said, like, 10, 15 minutes later. And he'd actually text back and said, don't worry about it. So I went up when I saw the text and asked him what had happened. And I'll let him explain this. Yeah, I was sat there in it. And I heard, like, tapping on the wall. But it weren't, like, normal, like, tapping. It was, like, going in, like, a certain, like, beat. Mm. So it was, like... Bum, 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 bum. I can't really explain it like that in mm. there, but you know what I mean? It was doing, like doing a tune. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Right, so now I've got to say to you, this wall isn't attached to anything. It's because of to- where Toby's bedroom is, this wall is in the landing. So there's nothing on the other side of it apart from empty space. And you couldn't, like, reach it. Like, I couldn't reach it to tap it because it's too high up. It started freaking me out, that ass. <laughs> Because right, so when I was in my bedroom and then I was reading, because I'm able to read again now, I've nearly finished a book, which is amazing. I, could, I thought I could hear things in my bedroom. Yeah. You know, so it freaked me out a little bit. Don't know what it was, but you need to tell me. Next time, ring me. Don't text me. Yeah. Yeah? I keep hearing that thing in the loft as well. Yeah. Scratching around like, up above me. Yeah, I haven't it's heard weird that for a while. 
When did you last hear it then? Because I haven't heard I it for ages. Probably like yesterday. Did you? I hear it all the time. What, in the morning? <laughs> no, I just do it all the time. Like, I just hear it throughout the day, innit? Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't oh. care. If he wants to smoke, he can get it. He <laughs> come down and I headbutt him. <laughs> right, anyway, let's move on to the stories. <laughs> Are you ready for the first story? Yes, I am. Imagine you're on a boat gliding through the murky waters of a canal in south of Mexico. You're surrounded by lush greenery and colourful flowers, but you feel a chill in the air. You are heading to a place unlike any other in the world, the Island of Dolls. As you approach the island, you see something that makes you shudder, Hanging from the trees, fences and walls of the hut are hundreds of dolls of various shapes, sizes and colours. Some are missing limbs, eyes or hair. Some are covered in dirt, mould and spider webs. Some are smiling, some are frowning and some have no expression. They stare at you with their lifeless eyes as if they know something you don't. You wonder why anyone would create such a creepy place and learn that the island was once the home of Julian Santana Barrera, who lived there alone for more than 50 years. He was a farmer who tended to his crops and animals. According to legend, Julian found the body of a young girl who drowned in the canal near his island. He was haunted by her spirit and felt guilty for being unable to save her. When he found the girl, he also found a doll floating in the water, which he believed belonged to the girl. He hung the doll from a tree to honour her memory and appease her restless soul. But one doll was not enough. Julian started collecting more dolls from the trash, markets and wherever he could find them. He hung them all over the island, hoping to protect himself and the girl from evil spirits. He also talked to the dolls as if they were his friends. He became known as the Doll Man by the locals who thought he was crazy. Julian mysteriously died in 2001 when he suffered a heart attack at the same spot where he found the girl. His body was found by his nephew who came to visit and he inherited the island and opened it to the public as a tourist attraction. He also continued to add more dolls to the collection as a tribute to his uncle. Today, the Island of Dolls is a popular destination for curious travellers, thrill-seekers and paranormal enthusiasts. Is one of the last remnants of the Aztec civilization in Mexico City. On this one-acre island, where three huts and many rotting dolls are found, locals claim they see spirits and hear voices in the dark. They think it's a cursed place. Some even say they felt the girl's presence, or the presence of something else. Gerardo Ibarra, co-founder of Ruta Oregon, a sustainable travel company in Mexico, stated, When Cortez invaded, 
many people escaped to hide in the canals. Many of them were women and children who feared the conquistadors. And many women took their own lives rather than be captured and violated by the Spanish. The Cortes were a Spanish noble family that produced several notable historical figures, such as Hernán Cortes, who overthrew the Aztec Empire and claimed Mexico for Spain in the early 16th century. Surprisingly, the island of Dolls is located within the boundaries of Mexico City, an island in a volcanic crater lake surrounded by the Sierra Madre Mountains. The Aztec Empire were the first to develop the area, creating a system of artificial islands called Chinampas and a canal system for farmers. After the Spanish-Aztec War ended with the Aztecs' defeat, most of the Chinampas were filled up and became the foundation of the modern city. However, the Chinampas and canal system remain in the southernmost part of Mexico City. Sometimes the area also served as a refuge for Mexican rebels and religious followers who were persecuted. Some of them were killed or drowned in these canals. Don Loro, a community leader who has lived his whole life in the area, uses a flat-bottomed boat to row to the notorious island and remembers how half a century ago the water was so transparent you could see the bottom That's how, during the 1950s, Julian was able to discover the corpse of the young girl at the bottom of the canal near his door. The girl had been swimming with her sister or friends, and the current dragged her and she drowned, stated Santana, the current protector of the dolls and a distant relative of Julian. He said that his uncle's troubles began after he found the body. The girl's spirit was in pain, he said. Julian saw ghosts in the mornings, and one day he woke up and all his crops were dead. He tried many things to fix his crops, but failed, because the spirit ruined them. He got more and more afraid. Julian made an altar in his one-room hut on the island where he and his wife lived, hoping to calm the spirit. But the spirit kept coming, Sandana said, so he started gathering dolls to defend himself from the spirit. For 50 years, Julian gathered more than a thousand dolls. They are still there, rotting, sometimes headless and very scary. Wherever you look, dolls hang from trees, they're nailed to buildings and other structures. Of Julian's heart attack in 2001, Santana stated, The girl's spirit came to get him and pulled him into the water. He and his wife did not have any children because of the island, so my uncle Anastasio took over. After Anastasio died in 2019, Santana became the island's guardian, but he and his wife and three children do not live there, preferring to stay on their own island 20 minutes away. Many other fake doll islands have appeared in the canal over time, It's a lucrative industry now, Santana said. But there is only one real island of the dolls. Santana said he sometimes sees some silhouettes in the night by the moonlight. 
and other guests have reported seeing the doll's eyes move and hearing them speak. What do you think? Yeah, it's weird. It reminds me of, like, I don't know where, it was somewhere near us, Mm. where there was, like, a woods area, and I'm pretty sure there was, like, you see, um, paper hanging, Mm. and it would be, like, um... Yeah, just, I don't know. I think it said something, like, written on it, but in, like, a different language. And I kept seeing, like, uh, like, torsos. What? What? Of dolls? Yeah. <laughs> Not people? <laughs> yeah. Oh, where did that happen? I don't know. I can't remember. But I remember. Nickel. I got, like, a vivid memory of it. It was, like, a few years ago. Right. Yeah. Spooky. Would you go to the island of dolls? Uh, No. No? Not in general, because I just don't like dolls. No. Like, you know but, you know what, you all know what I think about dolls. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Like, yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> right, so this next story is an experience of a couple who went to the island of dolls. Are you ready? Yes, I am. My wife and I love to travel and explore new places especially those off the beaten path. We have visited many haunted locations worldwide, such as the Catacombs of Paris, the Winchester Mystery House and the Tower of London, but none of them prepared us for what we saw on the Island of Dolls. We were in Mexico for a week and decided to take a trip to Chimico, a district known for its ancient canals and floating gardens. We'd heard about the Island of Dolls, a small island in the canal, covered in dolls of all kinds, hanging from the trees in the buildings. We were curious to see it and learn more about its history and legends. We booked a tour with a local guide, who took us on a wooden boat called a Chalupa. He told us that the island was once the home of Julian Santana, who collected dolls for over 50 years believing they would protect him from the ghost of a drowned girl. He said that Julian died in 2001, in the same spot where he found the girl, and that his nephew inherited the island and opened it to the public. Despite the day's warmth, we felt a chill as we approached the island. We saw hundreds of dolls hanging from everywhere you looked. They looked like they'd been there for a long time, exposed to the elements and the animals. We got off the boat and walked around the island, taking pictures and videos. We noticed some dolls, such as Maria, Anna and Lucia. They had names written on them. We wondered who they were and what their stories were. We also saw a small hut filled with dolls of different eras and styles, from porcelain to plastic and Victorian to Barbie. It was like a museum of dolls, but also a shrine. We felt like we were being watched by the dolls and something else. We heard strange noises, like whispers, giggles and cries. We saw some dolls move their eyes and mouths, as if trying to say something to us. We felt a present and felt really terrified, but we were also intrigued. We decided to go inside the hut, where we saw a doll that caught our attention. It was a blonde doll with blue eyes wearing a pink dress. It looked like a regular doll, except for one thing. It had no arms. 
It was sitting on a chair facing the door and it looked like it was waiting for us. We approached the door and we heard a voice. It was soft and sweet, a childish voice. It said, Hello, I'm Emily. Do you want to play with me? We were terrified. We dropped our camera and ran out of the hut and back to the boat. We told our guide what happened and he looked pale. He said that Emily was the name of the girl who drowned in the canal and that she was the one who haunted the island. He also said we were lucky to escape because she liked keeping visitors as her friends forever. We left the island as fast as we could and never looked back. We still have nightmares about that doll and that voice and wonder what would have happened if we'd stayed. We'll never forget our visit to the island of dolls the most haunted and tragic place we've ever seen. What do you think of that? Yeah, weird. I'd love to get scared like that. Yeah. I like getting scared sometimes, innit? But only if I'm with, like, bearing my mates or something. Safety numbers, yeah. then it's just more of, like, a joke. But if you're by yourself, it's just not funny, is it? (laughs) No, not It's just not at all, like... (laughs) It's like, okay, yeah, I want to go. But, like... (laughs) With your, when you're with your mates or something, it's just like, oh yeah, this is a laugh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, screw all that. Right, are you ready for the third and final story? Yes, I am. This is the story of a cursed doll that's been in the same family for over a hundred years. It's an old, worn doll with a faded dress and a cracked face. But it's not a harmless toy. It's a cursed object that has caused the death of four baby boys and trapped their souls inside its body. A dark curse has haunted the family of Joliet for many years. It all started when a young couple announced their joyous news. They were expecting their first child, a son. The woman told her closest friend, who smiled and congratulated her but inwardly felt a surge of bitterness. She had longed for a child, but fate had denied her. Consumed by jealousy, she sought a sinister gift for her friend, a doll that bore an ancient curse. The woman delivered a healthy boy, and she was the happiest mother in the world for two days. But on the third day, her son stopped breathing, and no one could explain why. The woman was devastated, and in her grief, she heard a faint sound from the doll her friend had given her, the cry of her baby. She was petrified, but kept it to herself, thinking no one would believe her. She and her husband later had a daughter, who grew up and married. The woman passed on the doll to her daughter as a present for her new grandchild. Everyone celebrated the birth of another boy but the happiness was short lived on the third day the boy died just like his uncle the daughter then revealed to her mother that she had heard her son's voice in the doll begging for help this pattern repeated for two more generations with each woman in the family losing her son after three days and hearing his cries from the doll Each time, the woman suffered in silence 
unable to break the curse of Joliette. The fourth mother was Anna, and she had suffered the same fate. Her son James had died three days after he was born, leaving her heartbroken. She blamed herself, thinking she had done something wrong. But she knew it wasn't her fault. It was the doll's fault. Joliette was the source of all the misery. The doll was not only haunted, but also possessed. It had the power to make the babies cry and to suck their life force. It also had the power to communicate with the mothers using their son's voices. The mothers had heard it many times, late at night when they were alone. They listened to their son's voices, calling their names, pleading for help, screaming in agony. They know it's not really them, but a cruel imitation, but the sound still breaks their hearts. They want to get rid of the doll to free the souls of their sons and ancestors, but they can't. They're afraid of what would happen if they did. They are fearful that they will lose their sons forever whilst provoking the doll, bringing more harm to their family. They feel trapped, just like the boys in the doll. They have no choice but to keep it and pass on to their daughters when they grow up. There is no other option. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Such a sad story, that. Yeah. Terrifying and yeah. sad. That sort of stuff, isn't it? Like, of like, kind of like family curses or whatever, like... Mm. Like family, paranormal stuff or whatever you want to call it, is like, uh, what is it like? When you was pregnant, you kept like saying like a goblin or something. Mm-hmm. What was it? A goblin? Yeah. 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 Reminds me of like kind of like that, isn't it? Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. Something cursed. There's so many family curses. Mm. You know, through, throughout history, loads of them. We will do some episodes on that as well. Yeah. I don't know what you do because you can't, like you couldn't really get rid of the doll, could you? Like you always say, "I'll oh, just get rid of it," and but mm. then yeah, if it's a curse, though, isn't it? Because mm. uh, I'm quite like I know because uh, like obviously our ancestry or whatever you want to call it, they they do like witchcraft and all that, isn't it? Because mm. that's what like Irish people and that do, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I I just try being myself or something, trying to do some spiritual stuff, I'd try it, innit? 
I just search up, find out how to get rid of a curse or whatever. Mm. Or I might just know it anyway genetically because it's in my roots. <laughs> and I could just do it. Well, yeah, English people were... And I get my uh, floating ball, like, you know. Mm. Yeah, ball of energy. Yeah. English people were witches as well. Like yeah. a lot of the a lot of the world were well, they were thought to be witches and hung. And yeah. Everything. That's that was in like the sixteen hundreds, wasn't it? Like, it went on for hundreds of years, love. Yeah. Hundreds of years. You get thought if they would like think you're a, a yeah. witch or something, you just get hung on a tree, innit? Yeah, or if somebody was jealous of you, if someone didn't like you. Yeah. Or or felt threatened by you, you know? Like I'm gonna go in there and make some lit bombs in a bit. <laughs> I'd been hung. I'd have been hanged for a witch years ago, yeah. more than likely, because yeah. I'm a bit gobby too. <laughs> if I were to get like, hung, knowing it, I think they say hanged. Well, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because when you say that somebody was hung, you don't. You say they were hanged. Mm, I don't know. I yeah. just say hung. But if I were to get hung in it, I just trust in my. Uh, spiritual self to get me out of it, isn't it? Because mm. I'm not a religious person, but I got faith. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm like, yeah. I'm reading a book actually at the moment where she was hanged, being a witch, um, for consorting with the devil. And he's not really a devil. He's actually um, a lot nicer than the people, to be fair. But he comes back and he gives her these powers, man. She kicks ass. Yeah. And I'm like near the end of the book and I'm like, yeah, you go, girl. She's getting revenge. Shouldn't say that, really, but it's quite sweet. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed and we'll catch up with you again soon. We will indeed. We will catch up with you again on Monday. I'm in between stories at the moment. But it's going to be a cracker, whichever one it is. Yeah. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Good boy. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.